Hello, and welcome to another episode of Norboard's Builder Insights Podcast. Builder Insights is your best source of information on new building techniques, materials, tools, and codes. Keep up to date with the latest developments as well as tips and tricks that will save you time and money on the job site. And now, Builder Insights. Today, we're talking about taller wall panels and how they save you time and money. As the cost of home construction and building materials increase in cost, and building codes demand more effective building envelopes, construction professionals are looking to taller wall sheathing to fill in the gaps. OSB wall sheathing already make for a sustainable and cost-effective option, but with taller OSB wall panels, the efficacy of the building envelope is increased by creating fewer seams while labor cost, waste, and insulation time are equally reduced. Not only are taller wall panels more energy efficient and easier to install, but the increased incidences of strong weather systems have encouraged engineers and designers to improve wall strength. Stronger walls will keep home occupants safer during inclement weather and will increase the lifespan of the home. One of the problems is that the roof, wall, and flooring systems are installed as separate entities. Connecting the OSB wall sheathing and the flooring system can create a continuous load path which can improve wall strength by up to 38%. The following is a recorded conversation with Doug McNeil, marketing manager from Norboard, discussing their taller wall sheathing solutions for high wind, seismic, and taller ceiling heights. Uh, Hello, Doug. Good morning, David. How are you? I'm just fine. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. I have some questions for you that I'd like to discuss about uh, about your taller wall panel solutions. I'd like to start with, can you tell me a little bit about the, the products that Norboard sells? Sure, uh, I'd be happy to. Norboard is, is obviously a, a, an OSB producer and, and we've taken the leading edge uh, for quite a number of years in trying to develop products that will help a, a builder uh, uh, reduces cost and build faster and reduce uh, the waste. Uh, Tallwall was actually introduced uh, back in the early 90s as a as a nine foot panel, and and we've it's evolved where we still have Tallwall four by nine, four by ten. Uh, we introduced Windstorm uh, for the high wind markets, and that's uh, uh, helped builders substantially reduce the cost there. And this past year, we've introduced um, Quake Zone for uh, which applies a little bit more to uh, seismic areas in the, in the U.S. Windstorm is, is a product that you're, you're currently selling in the East Coast. Is that correct? That, that's, that's correct. It was, it was originally developed to, uh, to uh, help builders meet the high wind codes uh, along the Gulf and up the Atlantic coast. But in, in reality, it can be used. Um, it's a, an ideal length for almost anywhere in North America. I see. Okay. And, and, and Windstorm has some very unique links too, which we'll get into as well, won't we? Yes, we will. Okay. Uh, let's talk about uh, Tallwall first. Cause, so Tallwall was, was introduced in the 90s, uh, and you have a 9-foot nine, a nine and a 10-foot length. Is that correct? That's that's correct. Uh, we we have uh, a press uh, that uh, or a mill up in in uh, Lasar, Quebec that has a nine foot wide press, and and uh, it was actually built uh, to service the Japanese market. But we we looked for uh, North American opportunities. So a nine foot panel, when it was originally brought to market, uh, was the the concept was you put a a nine foot uh, OSB sheathing on an eight foot uh, wall and mm. overlap the joists. 
mm. obviously uh, making a stronger frame when you when you connect the floors and the walls. Now builders then uh, latched on because that's really about the time that nine foot uh, was being used in in uh, residential homes. So the first home was nine foot. So they they latched onto the nine foot idea and used it on a nine foot wall, mm. uh, which which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. other than you you miss an opportunity to connect the uh, the floors and walls. So therefore, uh, shortly thereafter, we said, well, well let's do a ten foot. Uh, and then the ten foot can go on a nine foot wall and overlap the floor joists. And of course, as the ceiling heights got higher and higher in houses, mm-hmm. then the 10-foot started to go on 10-foot walls. And uh, <laughs> so it's been an evolution of uh, trying to educate people to uh, to use the, the longer panels to connect the floors and walls. Right. And there's I nothing see. wrong with what they're doing. It's It yeah. works just fine. It's just yeah. you're missing an opportunity, that's all. So the, the, the big difference here is that the panels are, are installed vertically, right? That that's correct. That's uh, that way you you've got all your uh, edges lying on on framing members, and you uh, you don't uh, when, to, traditionally eight foot, whether it was plywood or OSB, mm-hmm. uh, was is installed horizontally across the studs, and of course the requirement to put an eighth inch gap um, in uh, between the panels meant that there would be air leakage through uh, that gap. And, and an eighth of an inch doesn't sound like very much, but when you consider on a nine foot um, ceiling heights on a, on a bungalow that's about 50 by 50, that eighth inch adds up, because uh, you got two of them, uh, mm-hmm. you, you're adding up to about four square feet of, <laughs> of wall. Uh, wow. that, that's not blocked off. Uh, and, and of course, you know, the, the, uh, that won't stop cold air from, or the cold uh, from mm-hmm. seeping in in the winter or, the, or your air conditioned air from seeping out in the summertime in the hotter climates. So it's, uh, Interesting. Makes a, it makes a big difference. It doesn't sound like much, but the impact can be rather significant. Can we talk a little bit about the uh, the the windstorm and the quake zone length, Doug? Sure. Uh, actually, it was a, a a framer down in Corpus Christi, Texas, that asked us uh, if we could produce a panel that was an inch and an eighth longer, and and we said yes. Why? And and he. He said, well, I can, I can eliminate a lot of these metal stud to plate connectors if you can do that. And of course, we have continuous press uh, mills and, and it's uh, it's not, not easy, but certainly uh, doable to make these longer panels. So if you look at, um, and, and people talk about eight foot walls, it's, it's a little bit misleading because actually what they're referring to is the ceiling height inside hmm. uh, where you've got flooring and you've got your drywall on the ceiling. To do an eight-foot uh, ceiling uh, in a home, you really need a 97 and an eighth-inch wall. Ah. Uh, a nine-foot ceiling, you need a 109-inch, 109 and an eighth-inch, in order to reach from the bottom of the bottom plate to the top of the top plate. And high wind codes require you to do that. Well, an eight-foot panel or a nine-foot panel can't reach that nine foot's mm-hmm. only 108 inches so you're coming up short therefore you had to start to use all these metal stud to plate connectors on each one at the top one at the bottom all the way around the house every stud had you know all that cost uh, not only the cost of the metal mm-hmm. but the cost of the uh, 
the installation as, as well. So we, we developed a, a 97 and an eighth and a, and a 109 and an eighth and a 121 and an eighth right up to 145 and one eighth inch uh, wow. which for 12 foot ceilings in certain markets along the Gulf Coast. So and then there's other lengths in there in between as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was a unique opportunity for, for builders to save a, a substantial amount of uh, money, both in material and in uh, waste, as well as labor. Huh. Um, and we've had builders tell us that it can mean uh, uh, you know, as much as $1,000 in a house. So, so it, 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 it's it's big stuff. Big so, stuff. so all of this was in response to uh, a client? Yeah, well, actually a framer. We, we don't framer. sell to, we don't sell directly to them, but he made the comment and, and he was uh, smart enough to know that I'm, I'm doing a lot of work here. And if I just got this panel an inch and an eighth longer, I wouldn't have to do that. And we researched it and yeah, uh, we oh, went wow. to engineers and, and uh, it meant the engineers had to change their their uh, specifications slightly. But once they saw that, they went, well, yeah, this is didn't know it was available because it's always been four by eight, four by eight, four by eight, right. and it doesn't have to be. So, yeah. So it, with Windstorm, there's a number of, uh, of benefits. You touched on a few of them. Uh, obviously, the the clips you're talking about uh, don't need to be used anymore. But there are some other things too, right? Uh, uh, with respect to hardware and and blocking and so on. Well, it, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they uh, when you when, if you're using an eight-foot panel and a ten-foot ceiling, you you have to block that horizontal joint. So there's uh, a significant amount of uh, material uh, that all has to be cut and individually installed, and uh, that that's that's a, a, a very time-consuming. And we've had builders tell us, uh, you know, on a, on a fairly large house, you know, it might take a full day for one man to go around and cut it and, and, uh, and install it and carry it around to the other side of the house, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, part of that is, is handling is, is, is that labor cost. Uh, hmm. For example, a, um, uh, you know, to a hundred sheets of four by eight will cover 3,200 square feet of wall. Well, only 80 sheets of four by 10 covers that exact same area. So hmm. that's 20 sheets less that somebody on that job site has to carry. Right. Um, around to the back or around to the side, wherever. I mean, you know, it's it's wherever it's dumped from from the lumberyard. So there, there's a lot of handling that's uh, eliminated when you do that. Um, and it's just, uh, you know, it's kind of a common sense kind of thing, just educating people that it's out there. So. Well, that makes sense. And and this this product was introduced, uh, uh, the Windstorm product, Doug. When was that introduced? Uh, early in uh, 2003 or 2004, I guess, somewhere in that range. Um, okay. So it's it's been out there a long time. There's a lot of dealers that stock it, and mm-hmm. uh, and, and they don't stock all the lengths because they don't need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll they'll keep the lengths that are appropriate for their market, whether they're using a 11 and 7 eighths eye joist or whether it's a 2 by 10. They'll they'll choose the one, and the builders will tell them what they need, and and uh, it makes life simpler for everybody. So this, the success of the Windstorm product has led you to introduce a similar product uh, uh, to seismic zones or more more specifically the West Coast, right? Absolutely. Uh, with the uh, merger with uh, Ainsworth uh, a year ago, that mm-hmm. opened up the West Coast uh, market. They have mills in British Columbia and two in Alberta. 
so that became the uh, the focus, and we said, well, hey, if this will work for uh, for uh, high wind markets, then why wouldn't it work for uh, for uh, seismic? And mm-hmm. of course, it's it's starting to take off, and um, and a lot of uh, construction out there is done by large framing companies, and of course, they're the ones paying the labor bill, and they go, oh. Mm. <laughs> I like this idea of not cutting and pasting and all that kind of stuff around uh, to, to frame in the house. So that has uh, ultimately um, actually brought up uh, a couple of different lengths. So the, again, we, we were able to tailor to the individual markets of California mm-hmm. or, or Utah or Denver or whether they're building uh, wall panels, we can, we can do things. The continuous press and the finishing lines we have Give us a lot of flexibility if the, if the volume's there. Interesting. The next thing I want to ask you about, Doug, is uh, you know we, we touched on a few things. Uh, you know, labor uh, savings. We talked about um, you know the, the uh, minimization of hardware that's required to meet code and so on. We talked about you know joining the the walls, uh, the the ceiling. Uh, sorry, the floor joists and the the top plate. Let's talk a little bit about the energy efficiency uh, of a of a home now, because I I believe that there's a story to be told there as well, isn't there? Yes, there is, uh, and uh, every, obviously in this day and age, the uh, the key is on to reduce uh, reduce the cooling costs or the heating costs, as the case may be, uh, and getting uh, more energy efficient. Um, mm-hmm. Now, part of that I touched on with the the gaps that are allowed. We did testing. Uh, at the Home Innovation Labs, which is uh, formerly the NAHB Research Center. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they tested, um, in this case, it was tall wall, uh, but the same would apply to windstorm or quake zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they had a chamber and they, they measured the air leakage uh, by both systems. And we're talking about drywalled and taped and mud and, and everything on the inside and mm-hmm. insulation, just the way the code would require it. Everything was installed by, according to, to code. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the tall wall panels um, reduced the, uh, the air leakage on that wall by about 60%. Wow. Um, which is a direct result of, of all of the edges of the, of the OSB sheathing fall on framing. Right. Uh, and, and in today's codes now, I mean, there are a lot of them that are requiring those uh, any gaps to be caulked or sealed or put, you know, a spray foam, a kind of a caulking type of material mm-hmm. all around it. And that saves a significant amount of, of uh, time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and obviously the money associated with it. Um, also when you eliminate blocking because tall wall and windstorm and quake zone are all installed vertically, yes. you've eliminated all that horizontal blocking. Well, that makes the job of the in- insulation installer m- much easier because he's not having to cut bats and ah. move around. And, uh, so there's, there's, uh, the installation of the, uh, Insulation goes much faster. Uh, it also, uh, uh, for a plumber or an electrician, when he doesn't have to deal with this blocking and running wires and pipes, and he's knocking them out, and the, it just it just makes those two trades move a lot faster too. Whether you'd significantly see uh, a dollar, I, I don't know, but in mm-hmm. this uh, in this environment for building homes. You know, the trades are a huge um, challenge to get uh, qualified people. 
Um, so therefore, if, if, if you can make that uh, contractor move a lot faster through, through your project, um, and he, he's going to remember that rather than trying to fight with blocking and all that kind of well, fun sure. stuff. But, yeah. but we, did, we did all that testing, and, and, uh, so it was, uh, and it backed up what uh, we intuitively felt. So it's, uh, and the reports are available on our website and stuff. So, so that brings me to my uh, – uh, so you've already answered part of my next question because <laughs> uh, we talked about energy savings, and, and you talked about the testing that was done at the, uh, the NAHB Research Center or formerly the NAHB Research Center. Um, one thing that we didn't talk about is uh, in the in the previous uh, answer that you gave me was about wall strength. Uh, you touched on all the w reasons why the uh, the wall is stronger, obviously, uh, but you've also had the the uh, some testing done at Virginia Tech, right? Yes, we did, and uh, there was the initial uh, testing was done at Virginia Tech that uh, that showed if you took a, a a nine foot panel and you overlapped. Uh, the floor joists that you would significantly increase the the strength of of the box basically mm -hmm. uh, you've eliminated some hinge points and that type of thing and, and as well as the air leakage which we weren't looking for at the time but that's obviously uh, can can reduce the when you connect the floors and the walls you're reducing the racking that uh, can happen in in and don't think a hurricane uh, is required to to have racking uh, in a house <laughs> because uh, it it'll happen anywhere and and one of those little side benefits of that is that uh, it reduces uh, nail pops and things on the drywall on the inside so there's there's many things that kind of uh, fall into place there and, and we also did uh, on on windstorm we did uh, again more testing um, at the uh, home innovation labs or the NHB Research Center uh, on racking and, and uh, sh for shear and uplift. And uh, as one of the results of that testing that we had done was to show the requirement of a three by three uh, plate washer where the bolts uh, go down into the foundation and, mm. and up through into the bottom plate. So it came evident on that. And that is now built into the building code. So there's a benefit. Whether you're using uh, uh, the longer panels or not, mm. um, but that's now part of part of the code. So we wow. we, we work with code people a lot uh, for their insight um, and, and guidance, and and and, and that, that's a significant part of it. The APA's also done a lot of testing for us as well. So lots lots right. of testing to sit before we step up and say this is what we think it's going to do. We prove it first. So, Doug, let's talk a little bit about uh, costs again, because uh, so uh, obviously the taller panels cost more money. Uh, and uh, can we talk a little bit about how um, uh, how they save a construction manager money? Sure. Um, yes, they, they do cost a, a little bit more and it's, it's not a lot um, uh, to be sure. OSB is a commodity product obviously and the prices move up and down but the, the increase in the in the cost for the longer panels is is not significant and one thing that people have to remember is don't compare it to a four by eight you you know do the comparison based on a square footage and, and that will That's that will help point. you um, 
Yeah, because obviously a 12-foot panel is going to cost a lot more than a 4-by-8-foot panel. So <laughs> you, you have to kind of put it in perspective a little bit there. So it's, uh, and that's what what we found in the past is people, oh, I can buy a 4-by-8 for this. Why would I buy that? Yeah, but wait a minute, mm-hmm. you're getting two, three, or four you know, eight square feet more. Um, but in, in terms of, of, of a construction uh, manager or a builder, uh, mm-hmm. there's significantly less cutting. Um, when, <clears throat> for example, when you're using the longer panels, you would cut out around windows uh, and doors rather than running a piece up the side and a piece underneath, a piece at the top. So mm-hmm. you, you, you cut out that window so it wraps around. That also adds significantly to the strength of the, of the wall. The fewer mm-hmm. joints you have, the stronger the, stronger the, the box is, so to speak. So mm-hmm. you, we touched on it earlier. You've got less handling. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, less waste because you haven't got little bits and pieces lying all over where somebody's, as I say, cut and paste. Um, so there's significant of that. So you, you reduce your tipping charges at, uh, on your waste from your job site. It's easier to clean up. There's lots of things like that. Um, you also, we touched on earlier, you, if you don't have to block any horizontal joints, there's mm-hmm. significant amount of lumber and, and time and labor go, go into those. Uh, installation is huge. Um, hmm. So, in, in high wind markets and, and some non-high wind markets, uh, you can you can reduce the amount of metal that goes. Uh, what about um, what what about nail pops and cracking? Well, that that's all part of the strength uh, that comes from using a building a better box. Uh, really, you you build a stronger box and the less racking, then the, the, there's fewer uh, nail pops are going to happen because they're. The box is so stiff that uh, you know it's it's it'll, it it's not totally rigid. I don't mean that, but it's not enough mm. to over time produce some some nail pops. So, and there's no special tools. There's no special requirements needed. Uh, everybody on the job site, the framers, same saws, same everything. They're just only using a longer panel and and putting on a little differently now. If it's a high wind market, uh, they need to follow uh, the design professional, uh, that the architect or the engineer's faster uh, schedules. Mm, Um, Nail patterns, I guess. Nail patterns, yeah, because uh, each in high wind markets, every house has to be done individually because where you're geographically located. But Mm -hmm. anyway, the the engineers are all familiar with that, Uh, or or you simply follow your local. building code requirements it's uh it's 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 really a better mousetrap for you know uh that lets people build faster and, and reduce their costs and and time is is a major portion of that mm-hmm. so doug just in, in uh, so we've covered a lot of uh, stuff today uh and it sounds like we we've covered pretty much all the all the benefits to building with taller panels and and uh i'm just wondering if we could do a quick summary of uh, of why uh, building with taller panels is a better option. Just a quick summary. I know you've covered it already in, in all the questions I've asked you, but uh, maybe just a quick summary for people who are listening at, uh, right now. Yeah, the, the, the advantages of longer panels boil down to simply uh, speed of construction, mm-hmm. uh, less cost, uh, you've lowered your labor costs uh, because it moves faster, it's installed faster. You end up with a better box. You're uh, from an environmental standpoint or energy standpoint. You don't have those uh, joints to look after. 
you've got um, a fully open bay between the studs to insulate, so you reduce any uh, gaps in that regard. And, and obviously, although maybe not huge, but your plumber and your electrician also. So it's really uh, uh, time, material, and and uh, and energy savings. And so uh, it makes for a happy builder, or makes for happy trades, and so on. <laughs> yeah, no, it does, and, and ultimately everybody wins. Everybody wins, and ultimately the homeowner ends up with a better house. Absolutely, and that's yeah. the goal, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you, know, you want to reduce <laughs> the cost so that everybody can uh, get going, get uh, get on to the next project. And and uh, if you, let's face it, if uh, if it saved uh, um, two man days on a house, and and a builder is, for example, building a hundred houses, uh, that that's a lot of time. That is <laughs> a lot of cost and, and cost as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Well, listen, Doug, thank you very much for talking to us today about taller wall panels. My pleasure. Um, I will put uh, in the show notes uh, links to uh, the various resources on your website because I know there's some really good material there with respect to, um, you know, taller panels and all the, all three products, uh, how to install it, uh, um, you know, what the benefits are, all the, sheet, the panel lengths and all that sort of stuff. So I'll make sure to link to all those things. Perfect. Um, great. So thank you again. Yep. Thank you and have a good day. You too. Have a great day. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. That concludes this installment of Norboard's Builder Insights Podcast. You'll find more of the same great content on our blog, including show notes and links to additional information. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing, liking, and subscribing on iTunes. Thanks for listening.